It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rachel Zoe here, and we're going back to the Rachel Zoe Project for a very special takeover on my podcast, Climbing in Heels. Come with me as I take you back to season one to give you all the behind the scenes details and drama. I'll be joined by some special guests that'll be helping me share the real stories behind the most iconic moments in the show. So do not miss this special takeover of Climbing in Heels. It's going to be bananas. Listen to Climbing in Heels with Rachel Zoe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. Okay, welcome to the fifth episode of the Side Hustlers Podcast. I'm Carla Marie, and this is where I talk to people who are doing things other than their regular nine to five. Hopefully, it inspires you as much as it inspires me. I've talked to friends of mine, I've talked to people I met the second they walked in the studio. I talked to my own dad. If you missed that one, check it out. That was episode number four. And today, I am talking to someone that I've known for less than a year. Right, yeah. Right, less than a year? Yeah. Um, and that would be Mr. Andrew Coleman Smith. Ah. I, I have to yell your name like that. <laughs> I every love it. Time. I love it. I met Andrew, which the thing we met was this is why I think we know each other so well because it was an absolute disaster. I work here in Seattle with our NBC affiliate in the market. And I do my segment, What's Trending, what started on the radio on TV here. And, and it's awesome. And I do it with my friend Keiko, who works at the station, and we have the best time ever. And one week she said, this week's What's Trending, we're going to showcase um, these two people who work in our office who are kicking off our YouTube channel. And that was Andrew and Kelly. And I'm like, awesome, that's great. So we go to this coffee shop, and we're filming, and we're attempting to film. And there were just so many audio issues that this <laughs> 15-minute shoot turned into three hours. Literally three hours. Truly. But it was an absolute... We Once we went to film, who's laughing? Andrew's giggling. I mean, it was a hot mess. Right. It really was. <laughs> but it was so much fun. 
It truly was. It was fun. And then after a while, Keiko actually went on maternity leave, and Andrew and, and Kelly and I actually got to do What's Trending together for a few months, and I think it was it was some of the best stuff. It was so fun. It was so much fun. But with that said, Andrew obviously has a video background, so today we have our first ever YouTube star. <laughs> That's a stretch. I think star is a stretch. No, no, I love it. I'll I'm take it. On a Side Hustlers podcast. So we're going to get into exactly what you're doing, what's next for you, how you got into that, all of this stuff. But let's explain it in the Yes YouTube star. It would, I guess, be your um, official title. Or, or would that be it? What I would love that. I don't know. Like my YouTuber? side hustle yeah, what title, is, yeah. it would probably be, I guess, YouTuber. Yeah. YouTuber. Okay. Yeah. One day YouTube star. That's the one goal? day YouTube star. Your YouTube um, channel is Andrew Coleman Smith. I go by my full name. Okay. If you want to find it, it's actually mm-hmm. Andrew Cole Smith. But uh, but yeah, yeah, you can just search Andrew Coleman Smith. C O L got a lockdown. M A N. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So when people find your YouTube channel, which probably they're searching for right now, <laughs> what are they getting right now? Okay, you're getting a lot of different things, but right now. My main focus is I'm documenting my journey to become what I like to call not fat, which is it's like an amateur. Uh, see, I'm still not even good about no. describing Let's it because it it's out. so amateur. Let's work it but out. But I'm I'm an amateur fitness person working to become healthy. Okay, and you're not promoting um flat tummy tea, are no, you? No, no tummy teas. No heat wraps. None of that. It Don't is, do it. <laughs> I mean, for the right price, I may, but. <laughs> Um, but no, so right now though, I've been doing orange theory, which I don't know if anybody knows about orange theory, but it's like a, it's a group workout. It's a hit workout, like a mm-hmm. high intensity interval training workout. And I may have said workout, that wrong. Right? It's a group workout and there's like a trainer and it kind of feels like he's your personal trainer or she's your personal trainer. And it's really, it's intense. It truly is. But it's really fun because they put heart rate monitors on you and it's like, there's a technology aspect to it. And so I've just been- And they're all over. They're, they're national. All over. So no matter In fact, where they're international. Actually, yeah, they're they're everywhere. They're expanding like crazy. And I just started documenting my journey with that for what I call Fat Tuesday. So every Tuesday <laughs> is, an, is another video. And um, and yeah, I'm loving it. So what made you, because you've been doing videos since you were a kid. Lux, a kid, absolutely. What was your videos that you were doing at, at 10 years old? Do you know what's so funny? I was thinking about this before I came. And I was, there's videos of me sitting in my kitchen just by myself talking to a camera that I put on the counter. And then... Fast forward all of these years later, and, <laughs> and I'm still sitting in my house talking to my camera, and that's it. And it kind of feels destined. So 10 years old was what year for you? Oh, gosh. I'm 28. Okay. Let's do math. I don't know. We don't do math here. <laughs> so that scary. was You're 28, so 18 years <laughs> we ago. We should yeah, have never gone down this road. <laughs> 2001. So, uh, well, YouTube was a thing in 2001. That's where, there are, where I'm trying to go with this. So it was a thing, but... It really, it obviously wasn't what it is today. Right. So when you were 10 and you were doing these videos, you loved doing it. But was there a, oh, when I grow up, I want to be. No. I mean, there was nowhere to even put the videos for me. I mean, I would just show them to my family. I would make my family gather around and I'd, Look I, at me. I would plug the actual camera up to the television and say, watch this video <laughs> yes. that I made. It was, of course, terrible. And um, and, and they, they were good sports about it. They watched it and they would, you know, applaud and all that other stuff. But I, uh, yeah, I never really had that in mind. I just knew that I loved playing with my parents' video camera. That was pretty much as yeah, far as same. my brain went. 
Yeah, I had that. I had that camera that actually would connect to the TV. That's right. the only way you're able to use it. Right. And you would film whatever you were filming. Everyone was all watching on the TV. Yes. I need to find that footage because it's yes. like the OG documenting. It's the best. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Totally. But your day job, and we're, we're not gonna get too much into that. Your day job revolves around this kind of creative and video. Yeah, it's video. I'm, I'm, I do video like sun up to sundown in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Like it's my side hustle, but it's also my day job. I'm also a professional videographer, editor producer like that is what I do in my day job as well so there's really never there's never a time when I'm not doing video is what I'm trying to say but it's what you love doing I love it you have a differentiation where you know you're working on someone else's stuff a lot of the times right or what someone else wants you to do nine to five but after that you're doing Andrew Coleman Smith and, yes. and what makes you happy and what drives you and absolutely what gets you so motivated and now it's this whole fat Tuesday thing yes what is next? What because are you going to do Fat Tuesday for the next twenty years? Like what? You know, I don't know. I think right now that's Tuesday's slot. But in my mind, in like the grand scheme of what I want my YouTube channel to be, there's still six other days that are open. So I kind of want each day to be some sort of theme because I do like other things other than just you know trying to not be fat. And so <laughs> I want to fill the other days with other types of like mini series because I, I I'm I'm really into branding and I love all of that stuff. So I really want to come out with more series that people can follow along with. And so I don't really know. Right now I'm just kind of focused on this. This is kind of like of course, where I'm putting slow. all of my energy because it's it's working. So Perfect I'm trying to one thing. Exactly. And then okay, now I got this. This is kind of going on its own. Now let's do another day of the 100%. week. hundred percent. Preferably not Wednesday, so you're not working back to back. Right. No, yeah. Because Monday nights before <laughs> before the video drops on Fat Tuesdays, I'm usually up the whole entire night. I was going to say that. What is that stress like having to have something every week? What's interesting is that I was like this even when people weren't watching my – because I've been putting content on YouTube for a while now. And even when people weren't watching, I was still staying up, putting – like making sure that the videos were done. Like I kind of had myself – I was accountable to myself. You have to you have to be accountable to yourself because if you're not accountable to yourself, no one's going to give a crap about exactly. what you're doing. Exactly. And now that I feel like now that I know people are actually watching and people will tweet me and <laughs> talk to me that? on Instagram and they're like, we can't wait for your next video. So it's like I can't let them down. Absolutely. Especially because I don't want to mess up the flow because they're expecting a video on Tuesdays and I can't I can't not deliver on that now. That's a little bit of pressure, but it's also like it's also something I really want to do. So it's I don't know if I would even call it pressure. I would just call it motivation. How many followers or subscribers do you have now? Right now I have to get a, a live count. So if you're I'm going to do a to live this, count. If you're listening to this in 20 years when Andrew <laughs> Coleman Smith has 6 million YouTube followers and doesn't even want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> that will never happen, first of all. <laughs> uh, I have 3,200. That's awesome. Which I would like to point out that in January, because right now it's... Right now we're recording this in what month is this? March. March. So March. it's been like three months. Yeah. In January, I had 222 subscribers. Shut up. Yeah. Where I've, did these 3,000 people come from? Fat Tuesdays. I'm telling you, the moment this series came out, it's my numbers are constantly going up and up and up and up and up. And people are finding me from all over. I had someone from Guatemala reach out and say, right. say I've, I'm, I'm now doing Orange Theory because of your videos. I have people message me all the time from all over the country, and they're telling me that they're watching my videos and it's blowing my mind, truly. It and this really is how is. this kind of thing starts, though. It's that organic right. feel. It's that or Orange Theory isn't paying you to do no. Orange Theory didn't find you a random person and say, hey, can you make this YouTube channel? No. 
Now, you started doing this stuff, and they have reached out, and they, they, did, they yeah. do want to work with you now because they love you, and they love what you're doing, and they're you're showing off their product in such a human way Thank you. that they, they can't ask for anything else. They are getting the best advertisement out of you, and it's free for them. <laughs> it really is. They actually sent me this humongous box full of clothes and heart rate monitors and book and, and a book signed by the CEO and and it they really went all out in terms of like making me feel like we appreciate you. It's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. And I never expected that, so it was even better. You were telling me that other companies have reached out to you or you started doing something else. Yeah, no, it's crazy. So I, I'm not gonna say too much about it because I don't it's not official. Okay. But there was another opportunity to do okay. another type of fitness video, and it was because of the Orange Theory videos that they saw, that they were interested. And this is not an Orange Theory thing. Not, another not affiliated with Orange Theory at all. They just liked the, I guess, the real perspective of somebody going through a fitness journey, Absolutely. and they wanted that applied to their business and what they're trying to do for other people. And that would be sponsored. That would be sponsored. That would be How? my first, like, be like a brand deal. Because you're, this is your side hustle, mm-hmm. but you're not actually making money off of it. No. You are spending these hours editing and going to these classes because you like it. Mm-hmm. If someone came to you right now and said, by the way, you're never going to make a penny off of your YouTube channel ever in the history of your life, would you still be doing this? A hundred percent I would still be doing it. Why? That's like the weirdest thing. It's I don't really know the answer because like I was saying, it's just this is all I know to do. This is just how I am. Like I've been doing it's like the color of my hair or the color of my <laughs> eyes. Like, it's just what I do. And so I would absolutely still do it because I love I love documenting. I love storing memories. Like when I'm out with my family or my wife and we're I'm videoing like birthdays and everything else. I love watching those back. And so I love the craft first and foremost. And I think that's one of the main reasons why I can hustle so hard with this is because it's not about money. That's That would be cool. Right. But that's not why I'm doing it. And I think when you can find the combination of what you love and how to make money, you're going to have the best life. When you said you listened to um, the first episode of Side Hustlers where Mm -hmm. I talked to Tatum with This Is Magazine, and she said the same thing. I'm doing this because it's my passion and I think there's a space for it and I'm seeing other people get inspired by it. If I make money one day, that's awesome. Absolutely. But that's not what she's doing it for. She has inspired so many women in the three months that her magazine has been out. It's incredible. But you're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You, you've had people reach out to you. I just put out a video a few a few minutes ago, like mm-hmm. an hour ago, and it's just like comment after comment of, I, I heard people tell me, I kind of slowed down a little bit and I, I had put it in a video because I try to be as real as possible. So I was talking in a video. I was like, you guys, I've had a really bad week. I've been eating terrible. I don't know. I'm just kind of feeling tired. And I had people message me like in the comments and they were saying, you're my motivation. They literally said, you are my motivation. You better get your ass yes. in line. And, and, and someone stop. else said, someone else said, don't do this. You're a motivator now. I didn't look at myself as a motivator. I looked at some. I looked at myself as someone who needed motivation. So now I feel a little bit of responsibility that it's not just about me anymore. It's yeah. not just about I love to do video. Now it's like people are actually using you in their week to kind of keep them rolling. And that to me is I don't want to let them down. Well, that's a good and a bad thing because now it's going to keep you in line. It absolutely keeps me in line. I started feeling that when I was doing 3.30 a.m. workouts. People were like, if you can wake up at that time, I can wake up at 5.30 Mm -hmm. or 6. So when my alarm would go off and I didn't want to get up, I thought about those people. Right. But then you start feeling guilty when you don't do it. Mm -hmm. And or if you are a real human, like today's video, where you said, I wasn't feeling good. It kind of makes you understand why Britney Spears went crazy. <laughs> right. She exactly. just wanted to be a real human, right. and we wanted her to be 
this perfect it's it's lucky we wanted her to be this perfect girl i just compared you to britney spears probably the coolest comparison <laughs> the ever. the first time that's happened i gotta okay. be honest hopefully not the last <laughs> but do you foresee that do you not that you'll lie on your videos but i don't want you to not be you and be real no 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 and tell what's actually I happening am, my wife will tell you i because and let me tell you another thing i don't i don't bring my camera into orange theory because they don't they don't want that and no. i don't want that no and so my videos are based upon me talking and you know sharing my experience which a lot of that is showing progress pictures so there's a there's a big (laughs) thing in my mind like they're not just going to want to hear you talk you got to show what you're actually doing Mm -hmm. and so that's a huge motivator number one but number two i'm very particular about being honest because last night when i took my pictures for the video recently i was like wow my love handles look like they're really going down and i had to really analyze i was like am i standing different than i was the first time because like i don't work for orange theory and i'm not going to i'm not going to lie for them so i'm going to be as honest as possible and so i had to really double check i was like let's take another one because i felt like i was arching i don't know i feel like i was standing weird so i'm very particular about being honest because you can't lie too much when you're showing like your you can't BS. People are gonna right. Catch you you're on gonna that. know, and so and it's not something that I would want to do anyways. Especially like as you're building relationships with people, like why would I want to lie to them? Like it makes no sense. So and, and if you're wondering why would I want to watch some guy talk about Orange Theory, <laughs> and, and by the way, in case you forgot, we're talking to Andrew Coleman Smith, and that is the name of his YouTube channel. Where right now he's doing a thing called Fat Tuesdays, which by the way, he's not fat. He keeps saying he wants to be non-fat. He's an idiot. But that's besides the point. His channel is hilarious. And I'm not saying like you're trying to be like this crazy comedian. You're so real. And you're it's so funny because I can relate so much when you're talking about these workouts. And when you were your first few, when you were like, I am I'm dying. Right. I was like, I, I get it. I totally understand. You're just a normal person who's doing a workout program for the first time. And it's cool to watch you right. go through it. And I've failed it every single other workout program I've ever done in my life. That's why I'm such an evangelist for this is because it actually works for me. And so the passion that you're seeing is real. I talk about it when the camera's off. People can't get me to hush about it. Like it's a very genuine obsession that I have with Orange Theory. It's probably a little psycho at this And again, point. you're not being paid. Not being paid. Which is insane. I actually, you know what's funny? I don't even know. And I know people will probably be like, oh, yeah, right. But really, though, if I ever accepted money from Orange Theory, mm-hmm. partic- like specifically mm-hmm. Orange Theory, I think that would derail the whole thing. It makes a difference. It because it's like it it's not it's not honest anymore because it's like you're getting paid. Now, I'm OK with getting paid for trying other things. But because it's this, this one, it's this one in particular that I kind of want to just be friends with them. You know, I don't want to I don't want to marry them. I just want to be friends. Well, if Orange Theory is listening or another like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. it's the truth, though. I mean, it's the truth. I mean, I want it to be authentic. And sometimes money can make things not authentic. Very true. But also, it's a YouTube channel. You will make money off ads that run before your channel if it's that big. Right. So you can still do these things, which is great. You can still do these organic things that are awesome and close to your heart, and you still get to make money off of them without changing how you feel. Right. One of the things you and I talked about before we turned on the mics was your videos prior to this and how you would kind of study other YouTubers. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to get into that because you said something that I think I've heard in radio probably 500 times Mm -hmm. and I think is true for every creative industry and can also branch out into all industries, but definitely the creative world. And what did you tell me? When I was doing my videos, because like I said, I've been putting out Fat Tuesdays is not it's not my first excursion into YouTube. I've been putting videos out on YouTube, but I was always 
I guess mimicking is probably the best way to word that. I was mimicking videos that I liked and people that I admired and the way they were doing it. And, of course, I still pull inspiration from everybody. Everybody does that. I mean, that's natural. I was really just replicating what I was seeing. And there wasn't a lot of traction. Like I told you, I had like 200 subscribers at the top of the year. But the moment that I started to do something that was unique to myself and something that I hadn't actually seen before, it was actually something that I just wanted to do. I think it's just when you really find out what your lane is and you ride in your lane, I think that's when you have the most success because no one else can do it like you're doing it. Because when you it's, do you. When you do you. And as cheesy and cliche as that sounds, I actually, one of our other uh, co-hosts, our host here at iHeartRadio today, we were talking on a panel, Molly, and she said, the beginning of working here, I was trying to fit into this box that everyone expected me to be in for the first six months as this different role as a as a try not play the ditzy woman on the show but you're the woman on the show you do this she was and finally I was like I'm just gonna be me and it clicked it changed everything and when you're comfortable and confident in doing what you're doing no matter what it is everyone is going to feed off of that right. and like it right and why as people that is crazy that that's what we're attracted to even if it's maybe not funny or not necessarily something you'd normally like. If you see someone being themselves and genuine, you're like, okay. There's magic. I can in that. agree with that. And you've seen that literally. Literally, the I have seen that. I mean, the numbers don't lie. I mean, pe- people are reacting in a way that they haven't before. And it's because they can't get it a million other places because I'm not copying a bunch of other people that are already popular. So no matter what your side hustle is, you could take that yes. and just apply it to what you're trying to do and what you're doing. How do you make yourself different but be you? And and let me let me be clear. I never set out like how can I be the most different no, YouTuber no. that I can ever be. No, it's really just how can I be Andrew Coleman just, Smith? <laughs> right, just relax and do what you want to do. Like your heart will lead you. And so that sounds really corny, but your heart will lead you into the direction that you're really supposed to be in. And then you'll know when you're hitting your groove because and, and it's not all based on, oh, everyone accepts this and loves this because it could be the total opposite of that. You doing you may mean that people don't accept it. But they'll probably still hate watch it. Right. right exactly. <laughs> That's what happens. It'll, it's always what happens. Right. In every episode of Side Hustlers so, so far, I keep asking people, is there someone who didn't support you in your idea to do this? And everyone has said yes. You know what's funny? The community of Orange Theory has been so positive that when people ask me, how do you deal with hate comments? Like, I don't really get hate comments. I really don't because everyone is in the journey together. And I think because I am not putting on some sort of front that I'm, you know, so healthy and so fit, I think people <laughs> feel like they know me. So they f- and and I feel like, you know You're what I mean? Normal. Like, right. And so I don't think they want to be mean to me. And, and it's a really supportive community in general. But I will say doing YouTube in general. That's what I mean. In yeah. general, I don't know if it's necessarily people that aren't supportive, but it's people that love to remind me of my place in YouTube, if that makes any sense. Because I am a, still a small YouTuber. I mean, at 3,000 subscribers, there's nothing. Now, when you say people, do you mean strangers or people in your personal People life? that I know, and and I don't even think that they're necessarily meaning it in a mean way. But, you know, when you when you remind someone, oh, yeah, and you you kind of bring up their subscriber number when it's really low, or you they bring up your views, or it's like, oh, yeah, that one, you know, you got just a few people watching that one. Like, the little That's comments. That's when you turn and say, and what did you do yesterday? Exactly. And so that's kind of that's kind of what has been the detractors in my life in terms of doing YouTube is people that like to remind you you're not that successful. At and it. what do you do with that though? 
Do you say, oh, that sucks? I mean, it's embarrassing sometimes when people call you out for stuff like that because it's like, what are you supposed to say? This is the best I can do right now. You know, what are you supposed to say? But I... I feel that it doesn't really phase me, though, because I feel like I just love doing this. And so it's like I'm very confident that it's going to work. And I want you when you get that first video that has a million views to email it to whoever those (laughs) are. Right. And say, oh, do you remember when you told me I didn't have that many views? I didn't. But look at me now. Mm -hmm. And every single person I talk to has said there is someone or several people in their life who kind of say, oh, there's other people who are better or Mm -hmm. that's not going to work or you're really going to do that. Mm -hmm. And they use that as their, what now, sucker? Or I did this or whatever it is. And you, as cliche as it sounds, I'm going to say in every podcast, let your haters be your motivator. Right. I mean, it's true. And and I think I think what's funny, too, is that I think before the Fat Tuesday thing started, like it's before it started to really kick up, I think more people probably didn't believe in it, but they just didn't tell me. Because, I mean, it's it's kind of a, it's not a pipe dream to like want to be on YouTube, but I mean, they, they do say that it is just as difficult to pop on YouTube as it is in Hollywood nowadays. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's probably even more saturated. So I think that you always kind of feel that when you're saying it out loud that like people think I'm crazy. Like people, I know people are not really vibing with what I'm saying, but I'll show them. See, right there. He's going to show them and I can't (laughs) wait for it. I want to get a little bit though into your personal life. Yeah. First of all, I know I'm going to get tweets before this. People finish listening to this podcast and say, where is Andrew from? What is that accent? <laughs> I am from Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> so I, I, I'm i in Seattle now, so I, I tone it down every now and then. But if you get me angry or excited, which I probably am getting excited <laughs> now, I, uh, I heard it, it, come out it, it comes bit. out. Yeah. How the hell did you get from Knoxville, Tennessee to Seattle? I, from my professional video job, it was like a you know like a, a move internally within the company. Oh, I've seen your original uh, TV stuff. Oh yikes! Let's and moving on. <laughs> you can see it on your Instagram. Your Instagram is Andrew Coleman Smith. Andrew Cole Smith. Cole Smith. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's yeah. It's, it gave it's, me life. It's interesting, but you know what's funny? And I say that in that too. Whenever I show that, I was like putting on a voice, talking like this, mm-hmm. and then this was my TV voice. Because I thought my other voice was like wily, you know, like it was just, I don't know, too high pitched. I don't know what it was. But now, and that didn't work. And now I'm talking like myself. I'm being myself. And it's it's working for me. So I, another another reason to be yourself. <laughs> it's so crazy. I would speak on these panels at my old college at Rutgers University in New Jersey. And I would say, just be yourself. Because that's all I ever heard. I didn't know how mm-hmm. to be anyone else. Because guess what? I can't act. I can't fake it. If I hate you, you're going to know because I can't pretend to like people. Right. So I never really had the let me try to do something else. So when you try to preach that to other people, it's a little hard because they're like, okay, everyone says that. But it is, and we've said this already in this podcast today, it is the truest and easiest thing you can do is just be yourself. Right. And and, and I totally agree with you. I don't know a way to say it that doesn't sound cliche. Just be you, girl. Just be your, do you, boo. <laughs> but I, I really mean it, though. I mean, you know what? Here's here's my advice. Don't do you, and and you'll and and you're gonna see the results from that. So oh, if you damn. if you don't want to be yourself, a little tough love. If you don't want to be yourself, that's fine. Watch but you're happens. going to miss so much of your life if you're not yourself. So, but that's that's your loss. Bam, Andrew Coleman Smith coming here dropping bombs. <laughs> I love it. So there's another side hustler in your life I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Your wife. Yes. I love her blog. Yes. It's, she's, so her name's Leslie. Her name's Leslie. And her blog is The Gray Beginning, G-R-A-Y, not Christian Gray, the color. <laughs> the Gray Beginning.com. If you want to check her yes. out, maybe we'll have her on one day. Yeah. Oh, she would love that. 
But I kind of want to talk about the Insta husband or Insta wife because she <laughs> definitely shoots your videos sometimes. Well, no, I shoot my videos. But... You don't shoot. She doesn't help you at all. <clears throat> oh, you're right. She, there, <laughs> there are moments that she does shoot. Shout out to Leslie. She does shoot. Some. And she's like, what? what? <laughs> but she's your freaking pictures. Out she definitely takes your, your before yes. and afters. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, she does take my before and afters, which is so funny because, yeah, I don't think she ever thought that those pictures were I was going to plaster them everywhere and, like, tweet them everywhere and put them as thumbnail covers and everything. I'm like, you're really, like, my official photographer. You you're totally right. I'm an idiot. Now, who takes our pictures? I do. Yeah, I know I'm an Instagram do. husband. You are? Yeah. You did it. You were my Instagram husband one day. <laughs> Sorry and thank you, Leslie. <laughs> you took a picture of me. Um, we did it kind of just for fun, and that picture was then used as... For uh, Patch.com, used it yeah. as the cover photo for an article Which was about crazy. me. crazy. And we were dying because it was just <laughs> on my iPhone. It was on a whim. I guess your side hustle is being an Instagram husband. Maybe we should start <laughs> That's paying. probably my actual side hustle, yeah. Her blog, how much time does she put into that? It kind of depends. She's more of... She doesn't have it every week. She's more of an artist about it. Okay. She's more when she feels it and when she feels inspired. It, it's never... She never intends for that to be her job. Okay. It is a passion project. And so she, when I say she's more of an artist about it, she she does it when she feels like she has something to say. That's amazing. Or And it's it's really fashion-based. So whenever she has like something new and she feels inspired. So it's truly her artistic outlet, if you will. Do you think it helps um, being in a relationship with someone who maybe it's not her side hustle, but they do have another outlet? Not just you focusing on something else. She also has something. So there's an understanding of... We have the things we love. We're in this relationship together, but we also have other things that we do. I am so glad that you said that because that is truly something that we really vibe on. And it's not just when we're taking the photos or anything like that, but we even like to, when we're, when we're out to eat or, or just, you know, hanging out on the couch, we like to talk strategy. You know, we like to talk <laughs> like, this is the picture I'm going to post. What do you think? Does this look good in the grid? I'm going to do this one and this will be what, my promo on Facebook and this will be my promo on, you know, Instagram. Like we love to like map out our plans and and it is fun to kind of hustle with your soulmate, you know, like it's fun. And that's also someone who is going to tell you if you look good or look bad. Right, exactly. No, that's not your picture. They know you in your best yep. way. Mm -hmm. Who is going to be more honest with you? Yep. No one. I think that's cool because everyone I've talked to has had a supportive significant other, but they've never had a significant other who was also kind of hustling or following a passion mm -hmm. project. So you have that different out outlook so far. And We couldn't be married if she wasn't passionate. Like, I couldn't be married to someone that wasn't passionate. It doesn't have to even be passionate about a side hustle. It's not always about a job. I have to be around people that are passionate. Like, I, that's why I'm, I love being that's here right now. I like, you're so we, passionate right now. Vibe. <laughs> I, d I love being with people that work hard and are passionate. And if I'm not surrounded by that, then, like, I'm out. Like, I can't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't understand how people are just floating through. Like, I mean, if that's what you're doing, then that's fine. But I know you're not happy. No. You can't be. When I first told you about this podcast, you, you fangirled. It was I, hilarious. I truly did. I'm, I'm fangirling right now that I'm on it oh, because stop. this is, no, I'm, I really mean this. Like I, this is, this podcast is right down my line, which by the way, everybody listening right now, I'm going to take control of your podcast. Okay. Right okay. This is um, Side Hustlers with Andrew. Yeah. Cole this is Side Hustlers with Andrew. <laughs> I'm happy to be let's, here. Let's start that theme music again. The Cassidy <laughs> remix there. No, I, uh, I think it's so funny when I'm listening to these podcasts and Carla Marie's acting as if she one day wants to hustle and she's like oh that's great advice for when i find my you are one of the most hard hardest working people that i know in the city she's got multiple podcasts she, it's it's five o'clock no what time is it Six fifteen. it now. is six fifteen at yeah. night she she got to work at 5 a.m 
You are, you have the dream though, because here's why your side hustle has transitioned into your hustle. Yeah. And I think that that's the end goal anyway. So everybody you're having on is really just trying to get where you're at. So when you're acting like you, oh, well, one day I hope I can hustle, please. Good Lord. You're like the hardest working person. But I want to write a book one day. I mean, there's all these radio people writing books now. And and you absolutely will. I would get money. Just not now. There's not that much to tell. Oh, please. I should start. You know what? I guess I should start. Yes. Maybe I'll start a YouTube channel. Please do. We'll we'll collab. Oh, my God. What will we do? Orange Theory. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can I come with you one day? Oh, my gosh. That's genius. When when this podcast posts, I will come with you to Orange Theory and we can do a crossover episode. Like when New Girl and uh, what was the other oh, one that did a crossover? We're doing it. Okay. We're doing this. I'm serious. I'm scared. I, I'm probably, I saw you. I'm p- not playing. Posting about almost barfing twice. Yeah. I did a, I did like a triathlon this last weekend. Oh, I thought it was at Orange Theory. It was. It's a called, a, it's called a dry try. It's, they have little events that go on throughout the year. And I thought. It sounds awful. <laughs> what's funny is that I thought that everyone just did it. But I had. Pe- is that in today's episode that you posted? That's in today's episode. Okay, yeah. I can't wait. So what's funny is that I actually know someone that has been doing Orange Theory for like two years, and she's like, I, I don't even go to that because I'm not ready. And how long have you been doing Orange Theory? Like Day? three months, <laughs> and I thought everybody was doing it. I was, yeah, I almost puked twice. I was pointing to my throat when they were like, "Come on, Andrew, you can do it." I was like, "I need a minute because I'm about to puke all over your treadmill." What the hell is a dry try, though? I don't know. I really have no idea what that means, but it's it's three hundred body x body reps, so like three hundred okay something on the floor. It's a five k it. run, and it's a two thousand meter row on the rowers. What? I, I don't know how I finished That's that. That's what but you I did, did on a Saturday, I, Sunday, <laughs> worse, <On> a... <laughs> worse. <laughs> I did it on a Sunday, and I burned like a thousand two hundred something calories. Like it was it was intense, but. Look at that summer body. I mean, you look awesome. Thank you. you really I appreciate do. that. Thank you. I'm not there yet, but I'm. That's why I call it Fat Tuesdays. But I'm working on it. So, so when you're a, like an instant model in your bikini, <laughs> selling gummy bears bikini. and, and uh, tea, uh, right. whatever it is, I'll change the name. Though. I was gonna say, yeah, you're gonna change the name. It'll be more P-H-A-T. ironic. <laughs> right. P-H-A-T right. Tuesdays. Exactly. <laughs> is there an app that I can't ask everyone this? Is there an app that you use for your side hustle? Yeah. That people should know about, or maybe just what you, do you know? Use? What's funny though, I mean. I do a lot of my – I need my computer for my side hustle. Like I need the Adobe Cloud, mm-hmm. Premiere, Photoshop. Yeah, you can't do I all do all of phone. that on my computer. But the biggest app that I use is probably Instagram. And the reason why – and I was like, oh, please, let me tell you about Instagram. I'm sure you never heard of it. But I <laughs> I use it to communicate with people that are watching because they can send me messages and I can reply back to them really it's quickly. Different than YouTube it's comments. different than a YouTube comment because – YouTube comments, sometimes you don't even get the notification that somebody replied to you until you go on YouTube. And you can so, have like an actual, almost like a text conversation exactly, on Instagram. Exactly. Back and forth, back and yep. forth, back and forth. And, you know, I have people send me like things that maybe they don't want to put in the comments. Like maybe, you know, things Personal. like you've really inspired me. Like you've really lifted me up. Like they don't want to put that in the comments. And yeah. I understand. So it's a place for me to really connect. But it's also a really fun place for me to engage with my audience. Because like today, for example, I let them choose the thumbnail because I really couldn't figure out what graphic I wanted to d- have for uh, the video. That's so cool. So I was like, let me put up a poll. You guys vote. I'll, I'll use what you choose. And then I've reached out before, like, I need your guys' opinions. I'm I'm doing heart rate monitors. I'm going to compare them. I want to know your favorites. And then I'll incorporate their, you know, their comments and I'll add their handles and kind of show them some love. And then so it's it's fun. It's like I would say Instagram just because I can connect with my audience. How much money um, do you think you've put into your side hustle? Oh, my god! Because you just said Adobe and all of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's my monthly fees. Like I pay for my music. Like I have a music license that I pay for. 
I pay for the uh, I pay for Photoshop and Premiere. And of course, my gear. Like I have. Oh, you have, yeah. I didn't even ask you about that. You have yeah, your own yeah. camera. Yeah, I have my own camera and like a little tripod and different mics that what I use. What kind of camera? It's a Canon 70D, so it's like a DSLR. And then, um, you know, I got a new lens for it, so it's wider. And then I got this, you know, bendy tripod. It's a Joby Gorillapod. And then I've got like different mic options because one oh, has wow. like a windscreen for when I'm outside. Like I used to just do it all on my phone. Which, by the way, if you want to start a YouTube channel, just pick up your phone because I swear to you, that's all you need. But now that I'm like getting a little more traction, You're I wanted to step it up too. a little bit. Yeah. So I I really just don't know. But the thing about it is it's kind of unfair because I would have invested in this stuff anyways because this is what I do. I do videos like a lot, no, even aside from YouTube. So, yeah, I, I mean, I've invested more than I, I don't want to tell you. No, you don't need and you don't, <laughs> I don't think good. I don't think but I need to. I'm not saying you need to save up all this money to start your side hustle. But in the beginning, for anyone who's thinking about doing it, it's smart to maybe have a little fund. And you know what I don't understand? I don't understand how people don't understand that. And because I like to look at it like um, I know somebody that was they wanted to start like a website and they were like, oh, but I may just do Blogspot because this one you got to pay for. But you go to the gym and you're you're on a rec softball team that you pay for and right. you're on you go out to eat all the time like you you pay for it's a hobby at first. And like people invest in in hobbies all the time. And, and I don't understand why people don't see side hustles as a, as your part of your hobby. And especially if you want it to look good. If you want it to look good. That's another thing. I think you have to be serious. One thing that I'm really put out by, like personally, is people that talk mm-hmm. and they just say, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then they never follow through. That depresses me. Yeah, but you know how you were trying to, you said earlier that I complain, I say I need a side hustle, whatever. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I did that for a year. I want to start my own website, and I want to do my own podcast. Wah, 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 wah. And then one day I, I said to myself, what are you doing? I snapped myself out of it. I oh, was that person. Oh, make no mistake. I'm, I'm talking from experience. <laughs> I'm talking to myself, like my old self, if you will, because I was the exact same way. Do you know how many years that I said that I was going to exercise? The only reason I did Orange Theory is because I needed something to shake me out of my rut that was going to make me responsible because I had to pay money and I can't miss a class because I'm paying money for it. I was the exact same way for years upon years. Whoever's listening right now, I have put off my thing way longer than yours, I promise. And I still made it out. So you can do it. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to act like I'm, oh, look at him. He's just so arrogant. No, I, I'm talking from experience. I wasted a lot of time, you guys. Like, I wasted a lot of time where I could have been going after this. What, what I think is the funniest thing ever, and it's kind of something I don't like to think about a lot, but... Back in 2013 is when I really wanted to do YouTube, but I was very scared about what people would think because filming yourself now, like vlogging, it's, kind of it's, normal. it's way more normal. In 2013, nobody understood it. But that's when all of the people you see now that are at the top of the field, that's when they were doing it. Yeah. And I decided, nah, I don't oh, want to. Oh, God. And so because I delayed, who knows where I could have been now? And I'm moving on, like, you know, of course. whatever. You're doing your thing. But- that's kind of that's kind of my thing. I've dealt with that regret, so that's why I'm so passionate about talking to people harshly. If that if it's coming across harsh, you're not. You have a southern accent. <laughs> if it's hard. coming across harsh, no, but <laughs> I I want people to I want people to go after it because it's like life is so short, and all of this stuff sounds so cliche. But I I, I swear to you, here's something that I was thinking. About. I just love listening to you talk. I'm just watching. <laughs> I'm like all over the place. No, if you can see me in person, this is great. Here's something I was thinking about because like. I was up till I went to bed at 5 a.m. this morning because I had to finish my video. And then in my lunch break, I edited the thumbnail. Like I'm using all of the time that I have Mm -hmm. to get this done because I'm passionate about it. 
because I believe that the decision to go to sleep will not stand the test of time. When I am 50, am I going to look back and say, wow, I was really rested in my 20s? No. I said was no really one ever. rested. Said no one ever. Nobody is going to say that. It's not going to, your excuses are not going to stand the test of time. Now, if you say, you know what? I'm not going to work on the video today because it is my wife's birthday. That will stand the test of time. That of matters. That's something that matters. But just because you don't want to be kind of, you don't want to be super exhausted on a random Tuesday, please. That's on a fat thing. Tuesday. On a fat Tuesday. <laughs> Plug, plug. <laughs> I no, love I love that. No, seriously. Your uh, YouTube channel isn't only your side hustle, though. And I just want to talk about this quickly. Yeah. You do wedding videos? I do. I do wedding videos. I'm not as passionate about that, but I do. What? I will crash a wedding. And Can I come with you? Let me tell you something about wedding videography. <laughs> it is very different. Yeah, like, tell me. I do. Actually, I want to know about this. Well, first of all, you kind of, you kind of, how do I want to say this? Every bride that I've ever worked for that's listening, I, they have been awesome. They have been No, they really awful haven't. People. They really <laughs> haven't. They really haven't. I don't know any but of them. It's a very stressful gig because in, in YouTube, for example, I can do a take four times and get it right. Uh, yeah, you can't redo you your You kiss vows. one time. <laughs> and if you miss that kiss. Yo, she is going to flip out on She's going to flip out. And, and then word of mouth is going to ruin your business. So there's wow. so much stress to doing that. So now when I do weddings, I'm a second shooter. Because then I know I'm just getting some, I'm getting the extra shots mm -hmm. and I'm helping someone else because there's a lot with contracts and, and everything else. But I do, that is one thing that I do like. I don't really have a specific style of shooting that I like to do with video. Like I'll do the YouTube fun stuff, uh -huh. but also like the cinematic, beautiful wedding films and, and things like that. So I'm trying to merge those worlds. That's kind of my plan this year is to try to pretty up what I'm doing. So we'll see. Well, it's true when you, you think about it, you are, it's someone's that day. They'll Whether never... it actually is this, that big of a deal, but it is that day they waited for their whole life. They should never have that day again. Their grandkids will watch what you're doing yeah. that day. It's very stressful. Oh, I would hate that, I think. <laughs> but I would love to come with you, and I will crash the wedding and do my best to get into as many shots as possible. So you know what, though? Back. You know what, though? It sounds fun, because but there's probably nothing, like, when you're sitting there and you're watching everybody eat that good cake, uh, and you got to just shoot. feed you? They do feed you, oh. but you eat after, I mean, you, you know, you're working. Yeah. So when you're shooting people like it, cutting that cake and you just want to sit down and eat the cake and, and talk to the fun people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because everybody's so fun and you just want to hang out with them. And it's like, oh, I'm Ooh, working. Have you caught anything on camera that's like, oh, shit. I don't think like so. Like people barfing. There, there's definitely a time when I'll be like, I think we need to wrap up the shoot. I think I'm going to leave now because you're not going to want any of this footage. <laughs> I or promise you, I? you're not going to want it. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah so i just want to make sure people know they need to check out your youtube channel because first of all i wouldn't just have some random hack in here <laughs> i believe in what andrew's doing thank you what he does in his regular nine to five job is incredible and, and how he's kind of taking this creative space and bringing it into the news world it's really really cool and it's different and I, i'm happy to thank see you. it and kind of just live it and i really love that but what you're doing as your side hustle i mean your editing is amazing not to mention what you're actually doing you are really inspiring people thank whether you. it's with orange theory or just physically what you're doing hopefully through this podcast people are inspired by your words and what you I said hope so. but you're hilarious thank you <laughs> And they need to check out what you're doing because guess what? It's free to watch his YouTube channel. And you're probably watching Instagram videos right now doing absolutely nothing. So why not actually watch someone who you just listened to for however long this was and maybe get inspired? I would love to have you. He would.
have some popcorn and watch his channel about (laughs) working out and then go work out yourself. It's Andrew Coleman Smith on YouTube or it's YouTube.com Andrew Cole Smith. On Instagram, it's Andrew Cole Smith. Everywhere, I'm pretty much Andrew Cole Smith. Can we get all of that? Yeah. Okay, and before I forget, if you have anyone you know who wants to be on Side Hustlers podcast or is a side hustler or if you are a side hustler, you can reach out to me, thecarlamarie at gmail.com or it's at thecarlamarie on everything. I see your tweets. I appreciate you and everything you're saying about how you're loving this podcast. So it's keeping me going every week. Same way the comments are keeping Andrew going. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone who's doing this. So keep the positivity going. Thank you. Peace. Wait, wait, wait. Don't go anywhere. Okay, so I sat down with Andrew on March 20th, 2018. The day this podcast comes to you will be April 2nd, 2018. So I did go to Orange Theory with Andrew. We went this past Saturday. It was so much fun. I loved it, and I really do think I'm going to start incorporating it into my regular workout routine. But he did film me for his latest video. So you got to check it out on his YouTube channel, Andrew Coleman Smith. And uh, you can see my little intro into the class. It was a lot of fun. But also, I do know that we did the math wrong at one point in this podcast. I was listening back and I started laughing because we said that 18 years ago was 2001. I am aware that 18 years ago was 2000. Just wanted to throw that in there. Thanks. Bye. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Rachel Zoe here, and we're going back to the Rachel Zoe Project for a very special takeover on my podcast, Climbing in Heels. Come with me as I take you back to season one to give you all the behind the scenes details and drama. I'll be joined by some special guests that'll be helping me share the real stories behind the most iconic moments in the show. So do not miss this special takeover of Climbing in Heels. It's going to be bananas. Listen to Climbing in Heels with Rachel Zoe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.